The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. The Email Marketing Heroes. And today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about the one email template that you really need to have set up in your email marketing platform because it's going to save you a lot of embarrassment and make formatting your emails much faster. Listen, when this podcast episode ends, don't feel all alone with all of your questions. Come and share what you're working on and get stuck into the training and resources inside of our free Facebook group. All you need to do is type in robandkennedy.group and that'll take you straight there. So he's got a rule that he will never walk past the Waterstones bookshop without buying a book. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he switched from Apple to Android and has never looked back. Because he's deluded, it's mind reader Kennedy. glad that you chose that particular fact about me uh, because it allowed you to say the word book twice in a podcast episode. I try really hard, but I'm saying face book. Not to say Facebook. For those of you who may not be in the northeast of England, book is the Geordie northeast word for book. The sunny day. Every uh, single week, every week, helping course creators and coaches and membership site owners make your email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favor with harder hitting, higher converting email marketing, all driven by psychology. That's what we're here for, right? That sounds good to me. Yeah. If there's a bit of dead air in a podcast in your English, you have to say something about the weather. That's the law. You have to just say it's a lovely sunny day or it's a grey and overcast day. <laughs> Bit of dead air in a podcast, just stick something in about the weather. They'll, they'll quickly know you're British. They'll quickly know it's uh, it's a lovely sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about this thing. This is an idea Kennedy had, I don't know, a few years ago now. Yeah, and well. he said uh, to me, oh, I've just done this inside my Infusionsoft account. And I thought, oh, that's cool. I'm going to I'm gonna nick the idea and do it inside mine. Yeah. And uh, there's a few different benefits to having this set up. So just to set the scene for this, we're talking about a template that is set up in your email marketing system so that when you log in to start a new email, you would choose this as the template as like the starting point for your message. Because when you get your email marketing platform, it's full of God awful, gaudy, <laughs> ugly, horrible <laughs> templates. I know the first thing I do if I log into a new email marketing system, if it allows you to, is go through and delete all of them so they're not in the way and they're not clogging up my screen. Yeah. So, yeah, so most people, when they're setting up their own template, is they'll go in and they'll put their logo in the right place and their colours and they'll get the width of it right. And they think of that as the important stuff to get right in the template. The, that's all good and stuff, and that's fine. But there's another thing that we really need to set up, and that is what is already populated in the different sections of the email. So what's already set up as the subject line, as the body copy, and all those sorts of good things, so that if you accidentally hit send before you've pasted in the copy or before you've remembered to change the subject line, because some email marketing platforms like to hide the subject line feature from us. So we go, oh, I'm just in a hurry. I'll quickly bash this email out and send. Oh, no. I mean, I must have sent to one of my memberships, right? I think I have sent 
probably 30 different broadcast emails with the subject line, how to do it all with Facebook ads. And right. I mean, and, and, not, and only one of those emails was about Facebook ads. Because that feature is that the subject line is hidden in a retractable drawer at the top of the email builder, right? So it's really mm-hmm. easy to send out an email, which is not really what you want it to say. So th- what we're going to do is show you the, some ideas about what you could put in your default email so that even if you don't edit any of it, you do, it doesn't become irrelevant. It doesn't confuse people and you don't look like a total no, book. <laughs> Now, if you'd like to buy Kennedy's full course on this, you can just go to emailmarketingwitharetractabledraw.com and uh, you'll be able to uh, grab the entire course on everything that we're about to talk oh, about. That's new, email marketing. <laughs> I think I found a new running joke. I was going to say, we've podcast. got a new running joke. Haven't we missed a temple? <laughs> um, All right. <laughs> yes. So now this will help you to do a bunch of things. It will help you to stop doing what Kennedy just described. It will also help you to not do what Kennedy once did, which is to email all of his subscribers with the opening line, hi, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that happened too. That did happen also. Um, I'm supposed to be the expert here. Okay. So now, how do we now, do listen, it? Listen, this is not just Kennedy being a nitwit. This happens to everybody. One of the biggest and longest established email marketing platforms in the world, not that long ago, sent out an email to all of their subscribers, which included me, and it had the words hello and then like percentage sign forward slash first name forward slash percentage sign or something because someone has got the merge code wrong. There's a bunch of reasons why it happens. If you write your emails inside like a text pad type editor and copy and paste them in, sometimes you might mistype the 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 uh, the, um, the first name merge code or something like that. And we've all like you've definitely seen it. If you've been on the internet for more than a day, you've definitely seen somebody send you an email where they've got that wrong. So this is really going to be helpful. Yeah. So the first thing, I think if we start at the very top of an email and work down chronologically, the first thing we want to do is when you're setting up your template is to set up who it's being sent from. If you've got multiple email addresses or multiple from names that you use, so for example, we send emails from our response suite brand, we send it from email marketing heroes. Have we got anything else, Rob, that we send from? I think they're the main two, though, aren't they? Like, they're the main two yeah. for sure, yeah. So we want to just make sure, I mean, it might be Rob at Email Marketing Heroes or it might be Kennedy Email Marketing Heroes. So we want to just make sure when they re- when people receive an email from us, it's from the right person who's signing off the bottom of the email in the right brand. So all you do is just go and say, okay, this is going to be my template and I'm going to only use this template when I'm sending from this particular track of my brand. So we have an email template for Rob EMH. That's what we've got. And we know the from name is going to be set to be correct. The signature, which we'll get into when we get into the body copy, is set to be correct from him. That's the first thing. So who is it being sent from? The email address and the name. One of the things that a lot of email platforms will do is they, if you don't set that as a default, it will be set as either the person who's logged in, so the person you're, who's doing the typing and, and sending, or worse, the person who owns the contact in the system. So in Infusionsoft, for example, some of the systems do this as well, is each contact has an owner of that contact. I remember I used to share an Infusionsoft account with my ex-girlfriend and her name was Lauren. And I have have definitely sent emails to my list as Lauren. 
And then, obviously, my entertainer friends who were on that list uh, had some witty remarks about uh, about about the fact that I changed my name and possibly my gender as well, um, or or the pronoun, or, or you know, am I Ralph Lauren or something like that? So just set, make sure you set who's being who is sending it to be hardwired for that template, not getting some kind of intelligent information about who owns the contact or who's logged in. That's the first one. Next, Rob, let's talk about subject line. Mm. So the next thing you want to do is to grab their attention with something that, again, is not going to look like insert your subject line here. There's two ways you can do this. The first one is to have a very generic message from first name. So it might be like message from Kennedy or something like that. That's what we had for quite a while. Uh, the alternative to that. Uh, so again, with, when somebody receives that, that's totally fine. When they click on it, it won't look out of sorts. But the other thing is it's also not like the last subject line that you sent. So if your starting point for an email is the last broad that you sent. Which is what and happened to default, me when I was doing the thing about the, the Facebook ads one. You know, I sent an right. email ages ago about Facebook ads and it seems that I've been telling people about that for a long time now. <laughs> and the problem is that poisons all of the emails that you keep sending until you get it right, like it happened for Kennedy. So... By doing this, it means that you've got a very generic, very bland subject line that just, it's, it's not its not offensive, but it's not incorrect and it's not its not um, off-putting either. The important and, thing is, it might just be the subject line that you forgot to update. So right. you might have gone in and changed and made sure that you've sent it from you and you've put the body copy in. The point is, we're trying to each of these are individual little traps and you have to just make sure that it so you, you if you accidentally don't update the subject line but the body copy's right and the from it from's right but the subject line that is your default one is message from kennedy it's message from you you probably wouldn't resend that email you wouldn't need to because you're like oh, i didn't update it it's not great but nobody got damaged by that so you wouldn't need to, you're trying to reduce the, your need to have to do the resend there's always going to be a chance you're going to need to resend, which is if you cock up the body copy, which we're going to get onto in a second. And really in here, you can use any subject line that is not content specific. So another option that we've got set up in some of them is first name. So literally it's just the, the first name merge field. Again, it's actually a very popular subject line in terms of just sending emails. It gets lots of attention. It could be, uh, it could just be hello. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different things it could be in there that would work fine. One of the things to think about, though, is you you don't want to put that default subject line to be something with a, an emotion which is positive or negative or anything like that, because what you don't want is to have a witty subject line on the day you're sending out a sad email, because that's even worse. So you want to make sure that it is it is it is neutral emotionally. Don't be like don't have it being a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, and then have a, an email which is about my dog died yesterday. Uh, you know, like, what? Yeah. what it, so you want to make sure it emotionally completely bland. Totally. So now we move in to the opening of the actual email itself, the actual body copy. And it begins with, of course, whatever your sort of normal, is it called a salutation? It your is normal, a salutation, like, yes. The salutation army. You're like, yeah, exactly. You're like, hi, first name, hello, first name, hey, first name, little side note, we found if you make it hey, first name, that's more likely to go to spam than if you say hi or hello, first name, little extra bonus mm -hmm. tip for you there that we weren't planning on saying, but I just remembered it. So there you go. Okay. Uh, so hi, first name, first name, I'll read to first name if you're from the northeast of England and so are all of your subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so there you go. So whatever it's going to be, uh, you just make sure that's in there. And again, this just means you can get your merge code correctly. And it does mean if you're one of those people, and there's lots of them about, who uh, insists on writing their emails in like Notepad or Textpad or something, if you just don't write the opening line, if it's always going to be hi first name or hello first name, just don't write that in the pad. You just start with the opening line of your actual proper real honest to goodness body copy yeah. you can just copy and paste that in below the high first name and above the the signing off which means that that again you can't ever get that wrong this is especially pr- the, the place i've seen this is if you get something like your assistant or somebody writes some emails for you or you pay a copywriter to write some emails for you and maybe they're not okay okay with the marketing platform you use they'll just put like if you use any of our email templates Obviously, we don't. When we create those, we don't know what email platform you're using. So we'll just put square brackets with a word first name in. That's not going to work in your email marketing platform. But it would definitely be easy to copy and paste that and shove it in and just crack on. So it's important you just copy the body copy. And by having that hello first name in place or whatever, that means that you're instantly ready to go. You're just copying in that main body text. Sounds like a really simple tip, but honestly, this would save some of the big gurus that we've seen out there a lot of embarrassment if they just implemented this simple tip. Yeah, so you're just changing the words before the the merge tag as well, aren't you, Rob? So you, you are just modifying it. Yeah. yeah, so if you wanted to say howdy or so, you know, Derek, instead of well, hi, Derek. I do, and, do, and I do morning sometimes because I always email in the morning. So I, I often do morning whatever. Uh, totally. Yeah, so you, so you, you could just change that word. And again, as long as you're just careful with the cursor, you can't. You can't knacker up your merge code. Yeah. Okay, moving down in the email. So we've got who was who has been sent from the email address and the name. We've got a subject line that's not going to offend people or create bad context or not going to be misleading. And we've got the first name, the salutation. There we go. Lovely. Next, into the body. So sometimes, because of whatever, because you think you've pasted it in, but it hasn't pasted in properly or something goes pear-shaped, sometimes we've all hit send. I do it less now than I've ever have, maybe because the systems have changed, but I'm still worried about it. So sometimes you have, have hit send without updating the body of the actual email itself. And so this is, the, this is literally, I'm going to read out what mine says. So the body copy in my template that I replace every time I send a new broadcast out or every time I put a new campaign into it, is this. It just says, so it'll say, hi, first name. Great. That'll say, oops, it looks like I hit send, in inverted commas, on this email a little prematurely. The one I meant to send you will be on its way in a moment, I am sure, along with a red-faced apology. And then, speak in a moment, Kennedy. That lets them know that this email wasn't supposed to be sent. I know it wasn't supposed to be sent, and you will be getting another email in a second. So it totally. So you might have put the first the, the, the subject line in. It might be something really enticing or something really helpful. It might be access details to your program. It could be anything, and they're excited and they get the body copy. And if it was like you know access, if the subject line was access my how to access your my program, and they go oh great I've just paid for that program. I'm gonna and then the the body copy says so I was uh, eating a lovely. A pack of the Turkish delight last night, and and they're like, what? what? I'm completely confused because that was the last email you sent. They're going to be upset and they're going to be angry at that because they feel like they've been ripped off because they've just paid you. So instead, the the default body copy is just saying this email's not supposed to be here. 
So that's uh, that's how we sort of finish it off like that. So a really important, simple framework that's going to save you a little bit of red-facedness and allow you to uh, make sure that uh, you deliver the right emails with the right content pretty much all of the time. We'd love to hear what you've put in your default emails. Have you got additional things you do or things you've tried? We'd love to read what those are. So we're going to start that conversation and keep that conversation going over in our free Facebook group. All you need to do to access that, we've made a handy dandy link. All you do is just type in robandkennedy.group into your favorite browser. You'll be taken straight over to Facebook to join the group and get involved in that conversation. Because I would love to hear what other things you've put into your default emails to help you not get tripped up. So, shall we go into subject line of the week? Subject line of the week. Before you tell them what it is, Rob, this week, we want to just preframe this with we actually don't like this one either, do we? We've had a few recently where we just don't like them. Yeah. One of the things when you send out 365 emails a year, um, you do have probably more of a tendency to test stuff that maybe pushes the limits on what you like and what's comfortable with you. Like just because you have to see what works. And especially because we teach email marketing. And when I say we send 365 emails a year, that's only within the email marketing heroes community. If you then say, well, that's 365 emails in my business, it's 200 and something in Kennedy's other business. Like th- there's, there's, there's the stuff of for the members of the league with the content. There's, there's, I mean, there's the stuff when we run challenges and extra events and stuff. I mean, we send alerts. It's it's thousands of unique emails every year. Mm-hmm. And so that go out to millions of people collectively. And so our goal is to make sure that we try everything and just test stuff. So again, so the, but the, the reason we're going to tell you this subject line is our subject line of the week is despite the fact we weren't that keen on it, we wanted to try it to see what it did. And it got triple our usual click-through rate. So what, what our usual click-through rate is, it was it was more than treble that number. Triple, treble, treble, treble that number. Sure. Anyway. It, it, it was. And remember, the thing is that we're testing on when we do a split test is we do not test based on open rate. We do our split test based on click-through rate because we did some testing, weirdly, to see how uh, subject lines actually do affect not just the open rate, but the click-through rate. And none of us actually want opened emails. What we all want is to get people from their email inbox to our sales page or our offer pages or our piece of content. That's the metric we really care about. So that's why we're testing on the click-through rate in case that wasn't clear. Yeah, interestingly, the open rate was fairly similar to our other emails, but the click-through rate was astronomical. That's what's interesting about it, I think. So uh, the subject line is the words, we've teased you enough now, uh, is the words, your $997 credit. There you go. Now, that performed better than an email that said, you can have this thing that's $997 for free, Mm -hmm. interestingly. Uh, so yeah, your $997 credit. And the angle of the email was talking about the fact that this thing's normally $997, but today we're giving you a $997 credit, which makes it free. You could, of course, use that if you've got a $997 thing and you're going to give it to them for $497. You could say you've got a $500 credit towards this thing. Um, so it worked really, really well. So if you're doing some sort of offer where there's a discount or they get the thing completely for free for whatever reason, try that subject line out. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like that one. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. If you're enjoying the episode, make sure you don't miss out on another one, by the way. Make sure you smash the subscribe button. We'd love to have you as a subscriber. We've got some cracking episodes lined up for you, some great guests as well. And if you haven't already, come and join in on this conversation and get stuck in. We've got loads of like training videos and resources and plans and check checklists and cheat sheets and stuff inside of our free Facebook group. Just go to robandkennedy.group and 
that URL will actually forward you straight over into our Facebook group. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye.